This is Chris Caffrey from the Trans-Siberian Orchestra and Sabotage, and you are listening to Maximum Threshold. You know what to do. Turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. Automatic defense procedures initiated. What we've got here is... Maximum voltage. Maximum power. Maximum carnage. This is Maximum Threshold. Call the show at... 440-709-4977. Maximum Threshold. And here's your hosts, Dom. And that's actually quite smart. He just makes errors of judgment along the way.
there you go, man. Starting off the show tonight, Maximum Threshold Radio Show. I got a fistful of freaking interviews for you tonight. So I'm going to be blaring them out for you. Uh, starting off the show tonight was dedication going out to uh, 56. That was, of course, one of his favorite bands of all time. That's Tremonti with Dying Machine off his latest release. You know, Mark and us, we go back a long, long way. Went to school together. Yep. Jeff knows. He was there with us. Shit. He was um was a school secretary or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, I got the interview here with Paradise Kitty that Michael did. And I got an interview with Shani that he did. And I got his band, Real Big Fish. And I got Kublai Khan. Uh, so... I'm just going to play some music for a little bit, then we're going to get this rolling. Then we're going to come back, and I got some interviews, and we're going to get the hell out of here because it's hot as fuck in the studio. I'm telling you, whew, seriously, it's hot as hell. The air's off. I got a little fan blowing on me, and you're circulating hot air. It's like convectional heat. I feel like rotisserie chicken right now. I can just feel the, feel the fat just melting off my body. I'm almost down to skinner bones. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what's going on over here. Uh, let's see. <sighs> Had some some things I want to talk about. I forgot all about it. Um, broadcasting live, of course, and tune in. I'm thinking about changing platforms here pretty soon. I don't know, though. I'm trying to find one where there's, they got more people to tune in on their sites. Because it's, I don't know, we're not getting that push that we need. And I know not a lot of other sites on stations, they're going different ways and they're getting tons of people listening and tuning in. It could just, it's like a regular radio station. This one's tuning in is kind of more difficult. Yeah. I know what you're looking for. And I don't know. I don't think it's, it's time for a change. We've been in tune in for years. I think since they started up. So um, I don't know. We're just, it's just talk. I'm just thinking out loud right now. So we'll find another platform, something cool, something good. And we'll just keep the keep the ball rolling. We got our anniversary coming up here next month. I think it's 13 years. I think it is. Damn, fuck. Some people aren't even in relationships that long. But we've been we've been here every week or almost every week here providing you some some really great entertainment. <laughs> If that's what you want to call it. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, one of the things we're looking for, Maximum Threshold has, uh, has just recently, uh, I guess you could say we started up a PR company called Firelands PR. So we're going to be taking on some some bands and just trying to help them out. These are like mainly, well, there's two different two different approaches we're looking at one be your regular touring touring band uh we want to help out and the other one we have the ones that are just starting up who want to get the ball rolling and you know get shit together and help them get going you know what i'm saying so if you're if you're in a band it's not even it doesn't even have to be a band if you're an entertainer or anything you want to put you got something you're pushing or something get a hold of us message me um, at mtrshow at gmail.com once again it's mtrshow at gmail.com. Just toss me your ideas and see if we can work out. We'll get something going together, going for you. 
Uh, let's see. Okay, well, there. Shit. Um, get the new Morning Wagon or the latest release, the Special Limited Edition. That's on iTunes, Amazon, um, app, or app, was it Apple Music, where the hell it's called, um, Google Play. You can also get um, Evil Learner Creatures. You can get all kinds. You get my solo stuff is on there, Dominic Rini. You can get my stuff on there. I got a couple of new songs I just put up there, and, you know, they're they're just just cool, cool little tracks. They're, none of them are hard enough to make it with Morning Wagon. So if you guys are ever wondering why they're not with Morning Wagons, because it's not not heavy enough. They're, these are more eclectic and industrial and artistic. I don't, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. They're just not good enough for the wagon. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully soon, well, morning, speaking of Morning Wagon, we get our new singer. And then after that, then we can announce the name of the new band. And then we get the ball rolling with that. And we're looking forward to a, a new uh, tour that we're looking to embark on. So it's pretty cool. There, there were some talks of us doing a little run with Ozzy, but um, that's not going to work. So um, I just want to throw that out there. Judas Priest also asked. And um, I think we got we got stuff going on. You know, like we're having, um, like we have art class and stuff like that. So I don't think we're going to be able to pull that tour off as well. And also... Um, well, that's it. <laughs> I got nothing else to say on that. Ah, <coughs> so let's just jump right into this biatch. I wanted to hear this. this is the Paradise Kitty interview that Michael did with the band. I think I listened to it once, but I know you guys haven't heard it yet. So I'm going to play it for you. In a second, I'll play some musica for you, and then we're going to come back. And then we're just going to jump right on in it. And. Do we do? So, and there you have it. That was some, some ghost. I always forget this is on here. And look at the board. It still says I got 20 seconds on there. I should have thought about it, but it's a perfect time to come back in and just start talking over it. Yeah, so that's Faith off the latest one prequel. Uh, okay. I know you guys have been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this too. Got um interview with Paradise Kitty with Michael Strong. Michael Strong. This is Michael Corfone Red, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. Hmm. Michael Strong, you motherfucker! Ow! A maximum threshold, baby. Woo! This is Michael Starr from Seal Panther. Yeah, so here we go, man. This is Paradise Kid interview with Michael Michael's Michael Strong. Hey, everybody. Michael here from Maximum Threshold with the lovely, the talented Paradise Kitty. Meow, meow. So, ladies. Tell us where we can find your tour info. Um, on all social media across the board, I think, except for... Um, just send them to our website. Yeah, just go to, go to paradisekittyband.com. And from there, you can go to Facebook, Twitter, all the good Instagram, stuff. Instagram, anything. Yeah. Yeah. See, like, if you were guys, you could be on Grinder. 
And you can really. How do you know we aren't? (laughs) Because I'm on there daily, like seven times a day. Hey, me too. So, how'd you guys um, decide that you wanted to do Guns N' Roses tribute? Um, a, a mutual friend called us, called Jenna and I, and said, Hey, do you want to do this Guns N' Roses tribute? And, you know, I knew that they were going to be doing the reunion, and it was a really good time for it. Like, it hadn't been announced yet, but I knew it was going to happen. And who doesn't love Guns N' Roses? Right. They're such fun songs to play. Right. It's just, we, we have the biggest party every night. So we have so much fun doing it. It's I, just really a blast. I got the text message in the middle of the night. I looked at it and said, Yep. I definitely want to do that. It was just, it was just the yeah. moment was right. See, like, was right. I'm a lot older than you ladies. I, like, witnessed the birth, not the birth of the band, but the ascension. Like, I remember seeing Welcome to the Jungle at, in the middle of the night and falling in love with that band. Like, my favorite album of all time is Appetite for Destruction. Whose is it? And, well, my girlfriend, like I said, didn't know... She's like, these girls are good. And she's like, how do you know these songs? I'm like, it's Guns <laughs> Roses. I go, I'm like, it's, it's an Paris. iconic album. Yeah. Be- first note to last note. That album is iconic, beginning mm-hmm. to end. And for a band to, you know, th- some bands do it. There's great albums out there, but it, it just seems to be fewer and far between. Far, is that a word? It is more, not. More, 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 few and far. Few, few and far between for bands to release an album that from start to finish. Is it's perfection. Fantastic. It like that album, start to finish, is just perfection. It is. I mean, like, you know, like, it's like the fabric of my life. I, I will say, like, Guns N' Roses may not be my favorite band, but that one album, I mean, I love their music, don't get me wrong, but that one album, I mean, that's part of my life. That's like, if, if I did like 23 and Me, it would be, I'd be like, 50% Jewish, 50% Appetite for Destruction. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Like when, when we started this band, it's something Jenna and I talked about a lot, and it was in one of our early bios about how that album is the soundtrack to so many people's lives. Like so many people identify a moment in time that that so album memories. or songs from that album were like they, were, they had pivotal moments in their life associated with Guns N' Roses. And that's really amazing for a band to touch so many people like that. On that album, they created an army. Yep. And it, it's kind of, it was like just, it's, when the magic's there, the magic's there. And we feel honored and blessed that they're cool with us performing their songs yeah. every night and that they're okay with us doing this. Because it's really an honor to do it. So, so. Let's, let's go down the line. What's your favorite Guns N' Roses song? Probably Mr. Brownstone. Nice. You? It, it changes. Like, as far as to play, it changes. Sometimes I really gravitate to a certain song and get into it, and some songs I'll be like, I don't want to play this one, and then I'll fall in love with it. But for years, my favorite Guns N' Roses song was Rocket Queen because, to me, you would put on Appetite, and you'd say, first song, this is the best song, and the next song, no, this is the best song. Next song, this is the best song. And by the time you got to Rocket Queen, you're like, no, this is the best song. And I don't know if it was the best song or if it was just the last song on the album. No, it's the, it's the best song. <laughs> there was nowhere to go after that. It's the best song. <laughs> so, they, for me, Rocket Queen was always my favorite off the album. But when you say favorite, that's just a slight hair above the rest. Because yeah. it's such a great album start to finish. Yeah. Now, I'm thinking, like, depending on what's your favorite to listen to or your favorite to play. Because being a band that plays Guns N' Roses every night, it's there are 
different nights and different moments where you connect with something more. Normally, my song I connect with the most is You Could Be Mine. I love You Could Be Mine. Um, it also has sentimental value to me. But I think my favorite song, my favorite GNR song might be... Uh, like Night Train. I love Night Train. I love watching other bands play Night Train. I love watching JNR play Night Train. I love seeing Slash with Miles play. It's just like, I love that song. I really connect to it, listening to it. Playing it, I play other songs better. I sing other songs better. But that one, like, when you listen to it, like, it's a, it's a, yes! So, so You Could Be Mine touches you. Is it because you had a that's close the, connection with yeah, the, the Terminator? The, that, no. <laughs> yeah. I was, no, it was the I, I was, Terminator. I was, she had a close connection with the <laughs> I was the maid during the time. Accelerator. <laughs> What'd you say? You were the accelerator. Maid? <laughs> I, was, I was one of the maids during the time. No. It, it, that was just like a pivotal moment, like growing up. I, I'm a 90s kid, you know? So that, that, video, that video came along at a very strong point in my life I the whole trilogy of videos for for uh, use your illusion like those those are things that mean a lot to me no I believe I could be wrong but I believe you could be mine was actually written I like the way you said that like you're like I could be wrong but you could be mine yeah. so, um, <laughs> there you are. come on in baby I no, believe sorry. that was written either before or during the appetite it, era it just didn't make the cut. Yeah. St- Steven played drums on that. Yeah, he did that in Civil War, and that yep. was it. So what's, what's your favorite? My favorite is uh, Think About You. Okay. Uh, the the intro totally buys me, because it's super bluesy, and also it's my favorite to play, not just to listen to, because I have like two solos there. Like, I think Tracy Gunn wrote that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, that was just my, it's just my favorite, my favorite. I really wouldn't, wouldn't play that. Okay, so since we're going round table, what's your favorite Guns N' Roses song? That's always such a tough question. It's a tough question because I love all their hits, but if, if I'm going outside of the hits, I love Night Train. I love the dynamics of it. I love how it goes, how it starts strong and then goes down and builds up. Like, dynamics are a big thing for me. Um, the crowd always knows and always gets into it, and I think it's just so much fun. I love that one. It's got a good swagger to it. What's your favorite Guns N' Roses song? Oh, Rocket Queen. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, would, I, would, I would say Rocket Queen is, like, number one. I might have to go to... Use Your Illusion for my second favorite because I might have to go with The Strange. Oh, or, yeah. and And then my third favorite would be Every Other Song in Appetites. <laughs> and then after that, I might have to go with like Locomotive or, and then like The Garden and oh, Garden Garden of Eden. Eden. the Rain, yeah, Breakdown, yeah. all good. Like, yeah. My, my thought up. was <laughs> if, if they would have condensed Use Your Illusion into one album, it would have been perfect and then they could have like made some of the other songs B-sides. Like, did, did the world really need two versions of Don't Cry? I mean, like, I was such a fan. I used to, when I'd get my minimum wage paycheck, I'd go and buy all the, the 
Guns N' Roses bootlegs, like when Appetite was out before yeah. Usually, Usually, and it was like you hear these songs in their infancy and stuff, and you're like, when they like November Rain, when they first wrote it, it was like a piano version of that, an acoustic guitar version, and then it's like they were beautiful and haunting, and then they have the whole orchestration. You're like, Wow, that was amazing too. But you get to hear the songs grow. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. songs do that. Song, songs sometimes they, they have their own growth cycle of how they change and how they mature and how they, how they you know. And it, it doesn't make the twelve-year-old song wrong or the twenty-two-year-old song wrong. It's yeah. just a different cycle of yeah. its growth. Now, did you guys all go together to see when they when they did the reunion tour with? The, you know, I saw the Troubadour. Yeah. Oh, you went to the. Yeah, the I was at the Troubadour the show. I was at the Troubadour. It was awesome. My big complaint about the Troubadour show, though, is the way they handed out. I knew it was happening for a long time, and I had this network of people in L.A. that we were all trading secrets about the show. Like, I knew someone that was hanging out with one of the band members that was giving me info. I was supposed to be her guest, and the day before, they cut, they cut all the plus ones on the guest list. And I had a girlfriend who was talking to Slash's dad's gardener. And I had this other person over here that were, I mean, I had this network of people. And, and we wouldn't just share our information easily with each other. This was like a month and a half of this. It was like, well, do you know something? Well, I might. Do you know something? Well, I might. We would barter bits of information trying to sort this out. Until the night before it happened, I was on my way to bartend at the Rainbow. And I saw the stuff outside the tower. And I was like, okay. We knew they were passing out tickets that night. We just weren't sure if they're doing it at the Troubadour or there. I knew it was going to be there if they were wallpapering the whole thing. And um, but I had to go to work. So my goal was to get off of work, go home, change, come back. But people started lining up early, so I had people holding spots in line for me. I literally got off work, bartending, ran up the street, and just sat on the sidewalk. And I was like the eighth person in line. Oh my god! And we sat there all night. But can I tell you the coolest thing about it? was the sense of unity of all those people in line. Like, we literally were buying bottles of alcohol and passing them down the line. Someone would leave and go, I'm gonna run back to my house and get something for everyone. And they'd run and they'd come back and save their spot. Someone would run and get donuts for everyone. I mean, we, we all sat there till like, it was like 2 p.m. the next day we actually got our tickets. We sat awake all night on the sidewalk. And just the unity was just this amazing unity of fans. They were all in the show next to each other with that same unity. So it was just, it was so great to see people working together like that. The cops were coming by and we're passing a bottle of Jack down Sunset Boulevard sidewalk. We could have all been arrested for that. And the cops are looking at us, they're like, you guys are having so much fun and we're so bummed that we're working and we can't join you. (laughs) So it was just cool. And like, you know, Guns N' Roses management came out and they like to hide all of us and brought us pizzas and like, it, it was it was just it was super cool. The big disappointment though was that we got our tickets at like 2 p.m. We all ran home and had like two hours to sleep. None of us slept because we were all afraid we wouldn't wake up because we had been awake for an entire you know it's, we, everyone was exhausted. So I don't think I could have enjoyed the show as much as I would have if I would have like not been awake for two days trying to get the tickets to run to the show. But it was still I felt like if I was a part of history being there it was really cool. And Axel, I gotta tell you, that's a show he broke his, his ankle at, walking on stage. I had no clue that man, I saw him stumble, I had no clue he broke his ankle until the next day. He made it through that entire show without letting anyone know that he seriously messed himself up. Like he had to have a number of surgeries for that, like he, he really screwed himself up. He made, he was such a showman, he made it through the whole show with, and I was, 
three feet away from him without any inclination that he had hurt himself. It was amazing. Much respect to him for that. Oh, that is pretty badass. So, when you guys do like headline, like your own shows, in honor, in the spirit of the original Guns N' Roses, do you guys like start like an hour or two late? No. 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 Because, we, because we, we would not be hired back. Yeah. No. It wouldn't work And they've us. been starting on time this tour. Come on now. Yeah. I did. I saw them. They, I Contracts saw, and times have changed. I saw them right before they got Slash and Duff back in the band. And we were like in this meet and greet area. Like somehow we got like one of the 10, 20 people that got to meet Axel Rose. And they're like, okay, everybody... They gotta go on stage, like whatever, an hour later, whatever. They'll, they'll be, we'll still be waiting. We didn't even get out of the room, and they were already on stage. It was like, wow. I mean, I wow. went to the shows where they were like an hour, two hours late, and it is incredible. Like, cause you, it seems like they actually enjoy playing together again. Yeah. They're, like they're not just up there cashing the check. No, they, they, they've done their jobs. They've all done their homework. They, they didn't get up there and call it, and they are up there busting their asses every night on stage and they are playing three hour sets i've seen probably a dozen shows on this tour they're playing three hour sets every night and i know some people go well axel didn't sound perfect this night and they like to tear him up but you know what that man is singing for three hours a damn night and he sounds amazing he is up there killing it every night all of them are they're doing such a great job as a singer and having to sing his songs yeah they i have I do that every night. We've been on tour for the last month. Having to do that every night is not an easy task. Right. Well, I'm only doing it for an hour. So imagine somebody who's up there for three hours singing, running around, doing what he's doing. He's doing, doing his he's job. Doing he's doing, doing so it well. well. So so kudos to all of those guys for, you know, putting whatever they needed to put behind them and coming together and making the fans happy because yeah. it's really amazing yeah. that they've done I, this. I think their attitude's changed a lot, you know, going from the hedonistic rock and roll thing to, like, actually, like, being a thing of gratitude. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, like like songs mature, so do musicians. Exactly. You know? Exactly. But, you know, kudos to them for, like, bearing whatever they had to bury and being the bigger men and doing what they needed to do because they've made a lot of people on this planet really happy in the last couple of years, and it's really cool that they did yeah. that. Yeah. So. What, do you, what do you think about Chinese Democracy? It's a great album. It's a really great album. I, I'm, I'm going to say it from somebody who appreciates Axel and his songwriting and everything that he's like. I, I, and a Guns N' Roses fan. I wish that he would have put it out as just a solo album himself. Absolutely. But it's fantastic. The album is fantastic. Like, you can see all of his influences. Yeah, it's, it's, you can really see his influences. Like, there's there's a couple of times, like the usual illusion, there's a couple songs I'm like, yeah, but like three quarters of it, you're like, this is a great up and you're right. It would have been, should have been Axl Rose. What's your shirt or something? Oh, that's okay. You can talk. We're, at, we're actually at like the coolest place I've ever seen a concert. Like, this place owner, is amazing. The owner just yeah. came Dante. over and asked Dante. See? <laughs> if you're ever in Cleveland, you gotta come to any of Dante's restaurants. They are amazing. amazing. Yes. So what what's next for 
you ladies. Are you we are going to Australia at the end of September, early October. We're very excited about that. And then we come back from Australia, and in November we go to Mexico with Quiet Riot. Like, I wonder who their singer's gonna be. So. It's James Durbin from, um, yeah, and he's doing an amazing he, job with yeah. them. He's really amazing job. So we're really excited to hear that. But do you, do you ladies, hold down the line with the one do, you, do you have any individual products, not products, projects that you're doing? Like, do you have, are there any other like, do you do any original? Yeah, you, music? you know what? You could you could go online and find each of us individually, yeah. and on our own social medias, we'll promote all that, and you could. You could go down the rabbit, down down the kitty right. hole, kitty hole, and uh, and uh, find all that good stuff. We've all done many bands, have other projects going on. There's like all of our hands are in a lot of pies right now, so it would take forever for us to say and go one by one and explain all that to you. But this is the primary. This is, the primary this, is this is this is what we do for fun. Like this is fun. It's it's we're, we're fortunate to get paid doing it. It's just a lot of fun. The fans are amazing. We get great touring opportunities, and we just have a really great time doing this. And you so. guys do a really great job. I'm like I said, I'm a, a true fan. Like for what is it, 2018? So, like a hundred years. I just did a little <laughs> math in my head. It's been a long time, but I've been. This is the Shylock. Since man. the seas were red. Yes, since Moses parted the seas for my people, I've been a Guns N' Roses fan. You guys do a awesome. really good job. I mean, well, I mean you, know, you say you're having a lot of fun, but you could, you guys put a lot of work into it, and you do a great job. When that friend called us and said, do you want to do this band? I had a couple rules. <laughs> and I said, we aren't doing anything campy. We aren't wearing wigs and fake top hats and coming up with stupid stage names. Like, we are going to get out there as who we are, and we're going to play. And every girl that plays with us, because we use a number of different string players, and you know, the, the one rule is that you have to be able to cop the feel of the player whose, whose notes you're playing. Because every member of Guns N' Roses, they play with a very specific feel. And without that feel, it doesn't sound right. So to Jen and I, it's really important that it feels right. And that it, it just, if not, there's no point doing this, you know? Guns N' Roses fans know the difference, and we don't, we aren't here to cheat them. We're here to pay respect yeah. to what they love. Even like, when, when Axel had various lineups, they're all great musicians, but the the feel, the feel you, is hard to duplicate. It really is hard to duplicate, and like you would think going into it with our with our different strings lineup that we had, you know, go and go ahead and just go and learn it and come back. No, it's it's one thing like there there are like seven different rhythm guitar tracks to learn. It's 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 complicated. It's beautiful. It's perfectly designed. So it's something you have to have somebody who's got the uh, the wand and the feel and the chemistry too. Chemistry is important. Yeah, you got to be able to have fun up on the stage, especially with what we're doing. We're a tribute band. We're paying homage. So we're not going to be able to do. We're not. We're not Guns N' Roses, but we fucking love playing it. Yeah. We really love playing it. And you, you got to have people too. that can do that. No, like I said, I don't. You guys obviously rehearse and take it seriously, but you also really see the camaraderie and that the love of playing and the fun that you guys are having up there. Or excuse me, you girls, ladies, you dames are having up there. It's a it's a great show. If you got anybody get a chance, go see Paradise Thank Kitty. Thank you. Thank you. Go online. Where's where's that website again? It's ParadiseKittyBand.com. 
Yeah, go check them out. It's like you said, it's not campy. No. Nope. No, yeah. it's authentic and it's it's fun. And if you're a Guns N' Roses fan, you'll probably enjoy it. Yeah. And you know, some people out there that aren't Guns N' Roses fans really enjoy it too. <laughs> yeah, so, enjoy that's it. right. Point is, you need to come see us play. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Go check Let us out. twist your minds yeah. with our magic. <laughs> magic. <laughs> you won't regret it.
want to listen to Maxim Celestial Radio on your phone, you can do so. The app is out there, baby. Tune in radio. Go to your little market there and download Tune In Radio. Just type it in the search. Tune in radio. Once you download that app, click it, activate it, blah blah blah. Search maximum threshold. That's once again that's Tune In Radio. You can also catch the podcast on there also. Uh, real nice. Check it out. Tune in radio for Maximum Threshold Radio Live. Call into the show. West Coast callers call 213-973-7237. Once again, 213-973-7237. East Coast callers 440-709-4977. Once again, 440-709-4977. Yeah, this is Jesse James Dupree from Jackal Unity, kicking the dog, loud, proud, hard and honest on the loudest mother <laughs> broadcast you can get your hands on. Rock me, roll me, Jackal me off. We'll see you guys soon. You can text message the show right now at 440-252-0058. Once again, it's 440-252-0058. Text the show. Hey guys, this is Ron from YouTube's Rock and Metal News, and this is your Maximum Threshold Rock and Metal News Report. The Damn Things, featuring Scott Ian from Anthrax and members of Fall Out Boy and Every Time I Die, may release some new material. It appears they may put out a new full-length album upgraded from an EP. The band has been demoing new material, so stay tuned, and you can check out an interview with Scott Ian with Wall of Sound on their Facebook page. And Gorod are set to release their new and 10th album on October the 19th. The album is titled Athera, uh, out through Overpowered Records. Pre-orders are up at digital retailers. They've released a teaser video of the album on YouTube. The track list is out as well. Some of the songs are The Sentry, Hina, and The Moon Turned Black, Goddess of Dirt, among others. And Black Veil Brides vocalist Andy Beersack has now released his cover of Frank Sinatra's My Way. It's on YouTube and digital retailers. Continuing with your MaximumThreshold.net rock and metal news, Stone Sour released a music video for their track, Knievel Has Landed, on YouTube. The deluxe edition of their last album, Hydrograd, is out on August the 31st. The deluxe edition has covers from the bands Rage Against the Machine, Soundgarden, among others. And Starkill have released a new single. It's titled Until We Fall, which is now on YouTube. Stay tuned for more info on the album details. And finally, Alterbridge released a live performance video for the song The End Is Here, off live at the Royal Albert Hall. They recorded with the Parallax Orchestra at the Royal Albert Hall in London, England in October of 2017. It will be out on September the 7th. This is Ron from YouTube's Rock and Metal News with a Z, and this has been your Maximum Threshold Rock and Metal News Report. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, this is Jeff Kiss, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. God man. Yeah. You're listening to MaximumThreshold.net. Man, Jeff, you sound like a strong perv right there. 
How you doing? Oh, let's see. Uh, man, I hope you guys enjoyed the interview Michael did with Paradise Kitty. 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 Okay. Um, let's see. I got this other interview where knockout. Then we're going to get out of here. Because I'm sweating my back off. Big time. Okay, we got this interview here with Real Big Fish. No clue what the hell they sound like. I saw him in concert. I don't remember. I don't remember. George went and saw him. He hooked up with these guys at um, Warp Tour. And so you guys are going to listen to this. Um, so, yeah, they're going to come back, play a couple more songs, and then we're going to get out of here and then um, stuff. But before we go, I want to play another song. Well, before for this interview, I want to play a song. Here you go, man. You guys can sing along. Impetuous boy! Oh, well. Who wants to live forever? It's a morning wagon going out to Curtis.
And this is George from Maximum Threshold Radio, and I am sitting here with my friends Real Big Fish, and uh, thank you guys for taking the time to meet with me this afternoon. Well, it's our pleasure, George. I'm Johnny Christmas from the band The Real Big Fish. I play trumpet in the band. I'm Matt Appleton from Real Big Fish, and I'm glad to be here. Excellent. Heck yeah. So, uh, so starting off with uh, some of the questions that need to get out of the way, I think a lot of people have asked you, and I think the big news this year is that this is going to be the last nationwide Warp mm-hmm. Tour. So... Um, you know, I think previously, especially for a lot of ska, punk, and metal bands, this has been a great outlet to reach a lot of young people, a lot of new members. How do you think that's going to be moving forward? Do you think uh, there's going to be other tours going to step up, or what do you think that's going to be like for this next generation to see live bands in this kind of... I, I hope there's something that, that fills the void. Um, right. What tour has been very good for us. For in, sure. in that regard, exactly like you said, all the, all the young people we get to reach that... Mm-hmm we're not going to get just from playing a regular club tour you know people come out to see other bands and then bump into us along the way and it's it's been so helpful for us over the years and this tour is so unique in that we come to you 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 know uh, festivals don't travel in the rest of the world or or in the united states this is the only full-time six weeks traveling festival ever right and uh I'm really sad to see it go. I'm with you. I'm with you. I know. Like, I uh, used to look forward to, like, you know, not only now like, doing Warp Tour and then, like, having, like, the Ozfest and stuff like that and just, like, you know, those awesome, like, rocking, like, metal shows coming through into town and especially here at Blossom tearing it apart. Having right, fun. right. Um, so, uh, I guess, with that being said, another kind of idle question for you guys is kind of easing into things. What's your favorite of all time Warp Tour memory? Um, and if that's too general for you, what's your favorite Cleveland memory, if that's a little too general? What's your favorite Cleveland memory? Gosh, I wish I could separate the days. Correct, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, they all come together, yeah. yeah. What's yeah. your favorite so, day so, of work? So we've, we've done this eight times in the United States, and we've done it one time in Australia, one time in the UK, and, and a cruise. And so forgive us if all of the dates run together. Yeah. They all run together. But my, my favorite memory is uh, we were in San Antonio on the bus about 5 o'clock in the morning, almost to the gig. And uh, our bus driver rammed on the brakes. There was somebody stopped asleep in the fast lane, lights off, 5 o'clock in the morning. And our bus driver stopped just in time to miss this guy. But the bus behind us didn't stop in time to avoid us. So luckily, uh, the guy driving, Bob, driving the bus behind us, swerved so he didn't kill himself and smashed into our trailer, pushed our trailer up into the back of the bus. Uh, The bus leaked fluid all over the place. It broke the tongue of the trailer off. Not just the hitch ball, but the inch and a half thick steel hitch receiver broke it clean off uh, such crazy amount of force you're right it pushed us into that minivan the guy woke up and took off and uh, I don't I don't know what happened <laughs> so this to goofball that caused this humongous accident just booked and bailed you guys could have someone could have been hurt right there right 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 wow. this accident was caused by this guy and uh, fortunately uh, the bus behind us that hit us was in enough shape that uh, it could drive us to the next gig or, or drive us to San Antonio show must go on baby yeah, yeah. Yeah. So show must go on all our clothes all our horns and stuff right on to the music cares or music saved lives bus and made it to the next gig yeah, we're yeah. driving there with a big broken windshield in the front and we're at five in the morning we're all sitting there in the front lounge like the whole packed front lounge we're all like sweating and like exhausted we don't have a bus anymore <laughs> <laughs> we play the show and then what right yeah. right 
so what's your plans after Warped Right? You said this has been a great medium for you guys, and you're able to, you know, cross-promote with these other bands. People come to see you, can see these other bands, other bands can come, you can extend your audience. Right. Uh, what's, uh, do you guys have plans for after this summer? How's the show, like you said, the show must go on. Yeah, well, we've got a, we have a, a fall tour in the works for the U.S. that um, its details are still being ironed out, but there will be a fall U.S. tour with Real Big Fish, and uh, we have an announced tour with uh, Less Than Jake, Zebrahead, and Suburban Legends in U.K. for October into November. Um, and we may or may not have a new record coming out oh. in the fall. That we may or may not have recorded in January and February and March yeah. uh, this last year. But may we can't talk about may it. Or may, not be done it may or may not. It's top so, secrets, and it may or may not be called "Life Sucks, Let's Dance." Okay. May, may or, may, or not. may not. Who knows? This, Maybe not. Th- this message might explode. Be careful. No <laughs> problem. Um, so you said you're going to be doing some dates in the UK, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess this is kind of off the top of my head. From my experience of just watching a lot of videos, how is that scene over in the UK and Europe? It seems like they're, it seems like they like to rock out over there. They like rock music more in the UK than they do over here, I'd say, <laughs> or more people like it or something. It's popular still. You know, they even have club nights where they just play rock music, and, and then yeah, that's so cool. Right. Um, so, and, and they love ska over there. So we do that's very cool. well in England, and, and people love what we do and it's a fantastic place for us to go and to go there with less than Jake and Zebrahead and Suburban Legends is just I mean all the shows are selling out already in pretty big places right pretty excited about that, yeah, they, about that. England's so good to us um, also what we need to add to that tour is Bowling for Soup the Aquabats yeah. and the Mighty Mighty Bostons yeah there you go that, uh, that would be our own festival yep. there you go love it um, yeah, from my experience, this is kind of going off the top of my head. Yeah, it seems like every time I see like this humongous like rock video, you know, like you know whether it's So and So Live or like Slipknot Live or Corn, it's always yeah, it's always Europe with the humongous crowd. Right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... Download Festival or or Sonosphere or something. Oh, right, right, right. So, um, okay, don't want to skip that. Um, yeah, I guess what's your favorite time to play at Warp Tour? You guys are a little later today. You guys are yeah. eight? Yeah, we're, we're pretty much last today. Hell yeah. Uh, usually we like to play a little earlier sure. because the crowds aren't all beat up from the sun, you know, because people just get worn out. Well, in fact. R- right. And um, so tonight, eight o'clock, it's going to be great no matter what. There's going to be people that are barely standing up and going, oh, I'm going to still dance somehow. We'll make it. Right. Yeah, right. So, um,. All right, and I got a couple uh, fun questions for you. Uh-oh. All right, so um, uh, the one is I am, admittedly, I'm a big fan of punk, ska, metal right. covers. Right. And uh, I'm also a huge fan of uh, Take On Me Regardless. Right, right, it's right. It's a good tune. It right. is a good jam. Yeah. Do you guys have any chance to know anybody that's ever covered? Real Big Fish songs? Or, 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 or anybody, else, uh, anybody else that's covered Take On Me. Well, right? I, well I'm just nope. playing a joke because I know oh. you guys You guys rocked out. I mean, what is? Um, do you guys have any particular favorite um, punk covers, metal covers of 80s pop songs or anything like that? I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Uh, Uh-oh. Brain's not working. Right, 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 right. Oh, um, Skink and Pickle did a great version of Violent Love. Uh, Oingo Boingo's version of Violent Love. A cover uh, of a cover? Uh, yeah, they did a cover of a cover. <laughs> and I really like that one. Uh, it's on the, on the Green album. Uh, that whole the Skink and Pickle Green album is filled with awesome punk covers. I mean, it was, it was supposed to be a cover record, and then they ended up being like half originals, half covers. But Skink and Pickle Green album, 
That's what I'm gonna go for. Really? Favorite, some of my favorite. I'll have to check that out. I guess I'm not too familiar. Ska band covering punk tunes. Right, right. Good stuff. I love it. I'm lost no, for words. It's lost for words. Like right. It. No problem. No problem. Um, all right. And so I got one more for you. So yesterday, um, Rob Zombie. Yeah. And Marilyn Manson, right here. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, admittedly. My 12-year-old niece asked me to take her to Taylor Swift. So I was at the Taylor Swift concert with my 12-year-old niece. I'm sure that was fantastic. Glorious. Glorious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So if you had, I'm assuming you guys have daughters or kids or nieces and nephews. I have a five-year-old daughter, yes. All right. So when that time comes, I don't know, and if you don't have any, if if you had a 10-year-old daughter right now, what non-metal, non-punk band would you go through, would you watch, would you take her to? Well, uh, since I have a five-year-old and, and we're not going to shows yet, uh, aside from she'll come out to aerobic fit shows, uh, I try to do all, all our listening in the car, and so I try to expose her to different things. So uh, one of the first things that I exposed her to was Bob Marley, and and I wanted um, her to enjoy that music. So it's it's all about her finding stuff that she likes that, you know, uh, when kids start out, they think that only that song is that one one artist that that's only that's only Bob Marley is uh, could this be love or, or uh, three little birds we're listening to three little birds that's the only Bob Marley song that exists to her if I let the let the CD go or let let the mp3 go uh, that's not Bob Marley it's somebody else she, she at, at that time I think she can equate it now but at that time, she, she only thought that that one song was Bob Marley. So she'd go, Daddy, let's listen to Bob Marley. Okay, you got it. But she wanted that one song on repeat all the way going, <laughs> right. going uh, to, her, to her school. So now we've been listening to uh, Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong, uh, the duets records that they did, because it's just the best music ever. And so, um, let's see, what else do we go through? We went through The Muse. Uh, let's, uh, let's, what else did I get her? We were listening to James Taylor. So I, I, I'm going to expose her to as many things as I possibly can. And what takes, takes. Well, yeah, and let's what, her what doesn't, just doesn't. away in and we support that no matter what. Right. Right? It's like I support my niece with uh, Taylor Swift. Right, yesterday. right, right, right. Absolutely. And, and w- whatever you want them to listen to, say that they can't listen to that. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then they <laughs> no, listen no, to no, that. Not in this house. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess, well, that's uh, 10 minutes. I was going to ask, um, this is, we're from, a, I'm from Maximum Threshold Radio. Can, would you guys right. mind doing a quick sound up for uh, Real Big Fish that you can listen to Maximum Threshold Radio? Absolutely. Hey, this is Johnny Christmas from the band The Real Big Fish. And this is Matt Appleton from Real Big Fish. And you're listening to... Maximum uh, Threshold. <laughs> <laughs> one, more, one more time. Uh, take two. Hey, this is Johnny Christmas from the band The Real Big Fish. And this is Matt Appleton from Real Big Fish. And you're listening to... Maximum Threshold Radio. It's maximum. And a threshold. It's a lot. It's a lot. Maybe or maybe not. Last week on As the Fish Turns. I am going to make you a rock star. What do you think about that, huh? I'm sorry, but we're not interested in being rock stars. He's right. This is our happiness, and these are our riches. Maybe this will change your mind. Wow! Will the fish sell out? Stay tuned for the exciting conclusion.
here. Tell me it's cool. I just don't believe it. Sell out with me. Oh, yeah. Sell out with me tonight. The record companies only give me lots of money and everything's gonna be Radio show on Stitcher Radio. Uh, Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, Blackberry, and Palm Free on demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at Stitcher.com. Once again, you can hear Maximum Threshold Radio Show on Stitcher.com. Have a smartphone, iPod, iPad, or even Roku? Grab the app, tune in, and search Maximum Threshold and hear the show live directly from your device. And now for new music sent in for you to check out.
And there you go, man. There's some old classic Judas Priest. Between the Hammer and the Anvil. And let's see. Got a, got a song here. No, I didn't jinx it yet. We didn't lose our feet yet. Ah. My, my mic is I'm not loud tonight. Hello? 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 Is this thing on? Hello? Okay, so it looks like we're still feeding. Ah, okay, well, I'm going to do this. I got a contest. I'm going to give this record out. If you, if the first person can text me back at 440-252-0058, or if you guys got my personal number, text me. Tell me what band this is. Uh, I'll send this out to you if you, if you want it. Here you go. It's contest time. Jeff Kiss should know this.
Yes, and Jeff Kiss won. He knew that that was wasted with rolling out the dice. How's that for uh, bringing something back? That's from 1986 or some shit like that. I don't know. I'm just guessing. <laughs> I know that was off the good, the bad, and the wasted. I don't know what year that was. Uh, but there you go, man. That, that actually got some really good songs on there. I got to start listening to that a little bit more. You got some cool stuff on there. You got Hang Em High on there. Yeah, Dead on Your Legs. Uh, let's see, what else is on there? The Price You Pay, Rocksteady, Cinderella Boy, and Ball and Chain. They got some cool songs on there, man. Uh, let's see. I got this one here. It goes out to Jeff Kiss. Got another song. Since he won, we're going to play this one for him.
We used to play hotels, those cheap ones, you know where the hookers come in and they only pay for an hour and they're done. Well, this is one of the songs that reminds me of this. So this, here we go. This is off our first record. No, this is the second record. I thought it was the third. No, that third one. This acoustic one was the second one. This song's called Love My Wiener. It's about Olympics. Here we go.
puts a finger on my Oh my gooch Makes me feel good Oh yeah Cradle my nuts Fuck yeah bitch Dust in her teeth. 
is last two minutes. How you doing? Come people, it's been a long time. But I want to dedicate a song to Rodrigo. All right, Rodrigo. This comes from me. My sincere apologies. All right, let's do it. I didn't want to cause you so much sorrow. Once again, that number is 440-709-4977. The Thresh with Dominic. You can't spell the words complete idiot without the letters D-O-M. You're listening to Dom. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And I'm getting out of here, but I want to thank everybody for tuning in. We had a phenomenal show for you tonight. Uh, let's see. We had Paradise Kitty, Real Big Fish, and a block of bunch of shit. That's right. You're in everything from Ghost to Judas Priest to Dokken to ELO to Morning Wagon, the John Five, the Little River Band, Maxim Thunderbolt. You heard Dom and Michael singing Licking My Balls with L.A. Guns. You heard Broken Uterus. You heard some, that was actually the remix of the song, too. So, um, and you heard we, with the capstone for this class tonight was the Paul Stanley call in. And the song is dedicated to Rodrigo. So we're getting out of here. I got this last song I'm playing and we're getting out. 
But I just want to thank everybody for tuning in this week. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Had a blast. Had fun. Uh, sweating my ass off over here. But it is for you guys. And like I said, next week, uh, I got got another interview interview lined up here with Kublai Khan. And I think I got that Sh- Shani, Shani interview that Michael did. one of the guitarists in Paradise Kitty. And I might have some more stuff coming in. Oh, we got um, Paul Nelson's going to be calling in next week at 9 o'clock in the middle of the show. Uh, he's he's a guy um got a bunch of stuff out as well as he worked with, um, he's got the estate, I think, of Johnny Winter. So it's cool. be cool, man. We'll check this out and enjoy this. So there you go. That's what we got going on. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, and here you go, man. I'm out of here. This is called Man on the Silver Mountain.
just listen to Maximum Threshold Radio Show. Here's live every Saturday night, 8 p.m. until whenever the fuck they shut up. So tune in. It is pointless to resist. 